listening to Fizz Podcast with Beck and Hamish. Today we have another great episode for you. So sit back and relax and enjoy our fun interview and some fun games. And remember to check out our YouTube channel where you can see videos of our scripts with many excellent actors from all around the world. You're waiting for it. We're making it. This is The Fizz Podcast. Come on. It's time for a Fizz Podcast radio show special with Beck and Hamish. Hamish is going to tell me about a movie he's watched recently. Go, Hamish. Well, today I watched a movie called... uh... Male and Female, which is not an adult film, but it is a film made for adults. Hamish, is this some sort of educational film for children? Oh, no. This is, uh, this is about what happens when uh, Gloria Swanson gets stuck on a boat and gets shipwrecked and has to... Uh, uh, survive? Survive with Make her it? servant. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> oh, no. who plays her servant? You mean the Gloria Swanson, big fan, yes. big fan of Gloria Swanson. That's right. Uh, the... Great, great actress of the era of the uh, the old the old movie era, I That's suppose. Right. Uh, who's who's with her in this film? Uh, Thomas Meagan. Um, what a name! And uh, he's basically the Tom Cruise of his day. And uh, I think everyone should go and find out this forgotten silent star phenomenon does it have all of those great uh things we expect from silent films like freeze frames as they look towards the screen oh yes and make those shocked faces and then the like the piano music comes up and like words pop up on the screen it has all of them like if this was made today you would call this an amateurish student film but because it was made a hundred years ago it is not a masterpiece, but very A hundred years ago, folks. A hundred years ago. We're talking about ago. real history. That's We're talking right. about people who are no longer with us live on the silver screen. That's Actually, right. I've never even seen this movie. I've only seen a few silent movies in my life, and all of them were uh, basically like the Charlie Chaplin type comedy ones. So I would actually be really stoked to see this. And I don't use the word stoked very often because I'm not a fire. Okay. <laughs> Gosh, it's the old man jokes. They're coming to get me. What else have you been watching, Hamish? Go for it. What else? Um, so I've been what what ah, I watched the thing, the thing from another world. Oh, not from this world, because there's many things on this world. That's right. It's a thing from another world. And a uh, thing right here. It's from this world. It's a mouse for a computer. Is it anything (laughs) like this thing? (laughs) <laughs> no, it's not like that thing. It's actually like a plant. It's a vegetable. Um, and, Wait a minute, uh, is it a plant? What does it do? Um, well, it it uh, it eats people in order to live. That's why it is the thing. But oh, like people eat plants in order to live. This is a reverse plant that eats that's people. That's right. Aha, that's right. How the tables have turned. And uh, it was secretly written by Howard Hawks, so it's got lots of really great dialogue. So it's actually a fantastic movie. So, wait, wait, really? Yeah. Wait, who's see, in it? Who's in it, though? Who's in it? Um, 
honestly nobody but like nobody uh, famous well um not not to me but if you've watched gunsmoke the the thing is played by the guy in the gunsmoke wait the thing i thought you said it was a plant it's played by a person yep the plant is played by a person (laughs) there are layers to this film and so that's that's actually really interesting. I've never, have I ever seen it? Probably not. I don't think I've ever seen it. I've, I've seen other like plant type uh, films where like plants taking over things, but they were uh, all in color and this looks like a black and white film. Mm. So that seems a bit exciting. Yeah. Well, I can, I can lend it to you and you can decide whether it's a pop or a fizz. Everybody, Hamish can lend me the DVD of this film. So That's right. we um, are not condoning piracy. We are condoning lending things to your friends because that's, that's what right. friends do. That's what friends are for. <laughs> lending you movies. That's right. And I've also been watching, speaking of black and white things, the Grand Hotel. If you've ever wondered where Greta Garbo comes from and the line, I want to be alone, it is from the Grand Hotel. It also includes a young Joan Crawford and an aging John Barrymore and Lionel Barrymore and it's actually a fantastic film although when I first started watching it um, it, because it says like you know uh, best picture Academy Award winner 1932 and when I watched I was like oh this isn't that great then by the end of it you know I was like I was clapping it was like this is fantastic you've got to understand Hmm? it made Hamish clap it made Hamish clap it made Hamish clap, and he doesn't clap very often. I've never seen him clap, except, think, well, except when he's just being a bit condescending. So this is honest <laughs> clapping. <laughs> That's, no, but the, the, no, like I, I've I've been watching a lot of these real like masterpieces, and I find myself clapping as if it's like a play, which is kind of weird. But um, uh, the the interesting thing about Garbo is that she, you kind of don't know whether she's acting badly or just acting very uniquely and I've decided by the end of the film that she's just very unique um so because she does she, she sort of hasn't quite realized it's no longer the silent era because she keeps like staring off into the distance and making poses but ah she yes is, she's so there's just something so special about her like like she just yeah she but she moves like a dancer and she is playing a dancer in the movie but look it's just it's a depression era film so everything's about money and the funny thing is the people who look like they've got money don't have any money and the people who look like they don't have any money actually are the ones with the money so it's kind of it's kind of interesting um i can't show you but the other one i've been watching which is also fantastic which also had a face um Marlena Dietrich's, it was a Billy Wilder's uh, version of Agatha Christie's play, uh, Witnessed for the Prosecution, and that was also incredible. I've been watching so many incredible, incredible movies. Everyone, Hamish has been watching incredible movies, and I've been watching dramas where people's microphones are under their shirts and they keep making microphone scratchy sounds, and I laugh hysterically every time that happens. (laughs) Is this the Prince of Tennis? <laughs> no, Prince of Tennis. Um, 
everyone uh netflix the chinese version of prince of tennis is amazing i highly recommend it the quality is out of this world season two is uh supposed to be coming actually it was supposed to have already come i'm super excited for that now i, I don't want to be down on any specific <laughs> country's dramas <laughs> but yeah um but it's always fun it's always fun when you can tell where their microphone is uh, especially when the person has a really dramatic scene and they hit themselves in the chest and they hit their microphone <laughs> and they just keep filming and, and someone has obviously said that's still good let's keep going keep it they're like if we make him do it again he's gonna break the mic just go that's with right. it just go with it <laughs> you know it's it's always fun to watch those movies and think this was the best take <laughs> sometimes you're like this was the only take. <laughs> that's right <laughs> That's right. I mean, an independent film, that, that is often what it is. Um, You're like, that's good. Really? Yeah, that was great. But uh, no, that was perfect. We'll never get another one like that. I wish I could tell you what I've been watching recently, but I honestly, oh, actually, recently I went back and rewatched Bringing Up Baby. Oh, <gasps> I want to watch I that. I love Bringing Up Baby. It, you know, it's one of my favorites. It's hilarious i laugh so hard especially the ending the complete like 360 or 180 i suppose with his whole opinion of her and his whole opinion of her just i love it uh it's so cute it's so weird and it's so fun so if you haven't seen that uh we're we're recommending black and white films for you now so much chiffon and movies from the 30s oh look all i want from a movie is a beautiful woman in a beautiful dress staring off into the distance with pancake makeup and her hair beautifully done with a key light on her that's all i want are you listening are you listening filmmakers that's all hamish wants <laughs> that's right i just want, i just want people to look like movies again um but I, I was going to say, I, I have to admit, I haven't actually watched Bringing Up Baby. The only uh, the only Catherine Hepburn and Cary Grant film I've watched is um, The Philadelphia Story. But I want to watch Bringing Up Baby. And there's apparently another one that they made first, which was a bit of a flop, but is apparently amazing, is uh, Holiday. And that's where the famous scene of the two of them walking over a couch comes from in a dance routine. Wait, I've seen that one ages ago. I saw that ages and ages and ages ago. Okay, so everyone, this is what's going to happen. I'm going to loan Bringing Up Baby to Hamish, and mm. he's going to loan these films to me, and mm. we're going to watch them, and we're going to enjoy them, because you know what they say, they don't make movies like that anymore. They certainly don't. And uh, if, if we do release this just before Christmas, I recommend that everyone watch Meet Me in St. Louis. It's not... <laughs> Which I meet only just me watched. in St. Louis, Louis, meet me at the fair. Clang, clang, <laughs> clang goes the trolley. Ding, 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 goes ding, the ding goes the bell. Ching, ching, ching goes my heart tree. <laughs> oh, we have, we've given it away. We've given ourselves away. We're not that old. <laughs> <right>. Old souls. <laughs> That's right. Hey. All you theater nerds, put your hands up. <laughs> yeah. That's right. All right. Well, this has right. been a Fizz Popcast special with Beck and Hamish. And please have a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Yeah. Yeah.
That's good. December 2021. Please forgive me if I make mistakes. This is my first time reading through this on a recording. Let's see how it goes. So few of you on earth ever really take the time to understand your privileged position on this rock. It takes a vastly superior being, such as myself, to really give you the perspective you need. When I first arrived here, you were blissfully unaware, as I walked among you, camouflaged in your fleshy skins. You nodded, smiled, occasionally attempted a courtship ritual. I assumed the form of what your species calls a female, complete with a curvature at the hips, a rounding of the milk glands, and a reproductive system that, where I come from, is flawed to say the least. It isn't even the same size as the spawn that emerges from it, and who needs that? I have also been told that on more than one occasion that I have an ass that won't quit. Which, from what I understand, is yet another example of my superiority to others among my ranks. This figures for your species, as that particular feature is nothing more than a waste portal, and that I know how fond you are of creating that not mention speaking it. And yet, of all these properties properly formed and shaped are enough to attract a mate, you don't even seem to work on your personality, it seems. The aesthetics are enough, another flaw in your neurological systems that renders you vulnerable to all matter of eccentricities, none of which I find charming. In all honesty, I pity you. I walk in plain sight among you all, as my kind have done for millions of years. We were here before you evolved, which is ironic as evolution suggests progress. And if I were to compare my kind to yours, we have been exceedingly shortchanged in every department. I have since taken on the reputation of a mythic beast once abundant on earth and have been hunted to near extinction. I thrive on chaos, and it is in this respect that your kind pleases me the most, for we have a kinship within that realm. Your kind have labored under the apprehension for thousands of years that you matter, <laughs> that your opinions, your survival is paramount within the bigger scheme of things. When my kind were at the top of the food chain, we didn't concern ourselves with morality. With conscious decisions, we evolved through instinct, like ants. Ants with thumbs. Your kind, on the other hand, are preoccupied with lifestyle rather than life itself. Content to experience a virtual hike from the comfort of your own headset, rather than step outside and feel the wind on your face. Not that this will matter in the long run anyway. That is why I am here. I am the last of my kind, a sophisticated, elegant creation of destruction, rich in delicious meats, which once were the prize of many hunter, and possessing a fine pelt that can fetch up to 10,000 of your 
earthly currencies. Although in my day, it was used to warm our offspring, at least the ones we didn't consume after birth. I have the power of at least 20 of your current earth chickens, and my knees can withstand the impact of 16 monster trucks, having been fortified for many centuries by deer bites as we thrived and forage in the forest that no longer exists. And now they live quietly in the backyards of the San Fernando Valley, masquerading as patio furniture. I am too part of the masquerade, for my kind left me here to observe, to adapt, and to thrive. And thrive I shall, for your planet is as flawed as its population, veering dangerously close to oblivion of its own accord mainly because of the invention of plastics in which you trap water, as you have simply forgotten that you have hands for such consumption, but oblivion also nears the shape of your sun, which continues to shift and change, just as I have. That is our kinship, a relationship between being and solar vessel that has been intimate since the days we emerged from our dens, looked up and understood our destiny. My destiny. So look upon me, admire my shape, my manner, my ability to competently manage three tasks at the same time, and marvel if you really must at my unquitting ass. For it makes no difference in the grand scheme of things. My destiny lies above you. It always has. And soon, I shall consume your son. Whole and with no mastication. And shall take my rightful place in the stars. Looking down on you. As we always have done. As your new star. If all of this is of any interest to you, Please follow my Tinder profile and swipe right. Time wasters are encouraged, as there are so many of you out there. Thank you, Chris Watt. I hope I did that justice. So, in the monologue... Oh, blame it. Golly gee whiz, let me get that off. Okay. Blimey, Blimey, I said. Blimey! No, get rid of that. Okay. All right, so in the monologue that I recorded, uh, that lovely, lovely Chris Watt wrote for us, uh, because Hamish did uh, the right thing and donated money to the film project. Huzzah, huzzah, huzzah. Three huzzahs for Hamish. Three huzzahs for Hamish. That should be a song. Um... But I'm not a composer, so I'm not going to write that. So, um, yeah, in the recording, I did read through it once when I received it, like, two weeks ago or so. And then I just, boom, started recording it. And there was one point where the document suddenly just shifted. I don't know what it did. It's like I was scrolling down it, and then I lifted my finger for a second, and it just jumped up to the top, so I had to scroll back to where I was. So I had like a good 15 seconds of just nothing. 
Uh, but I cut it out, and I did happen to keep the same vocal tone in it, so if you can catch that, huzzah for you, too. Three huzzahs for Hamish, and one huzzah for you, and five more huzzahs for Chris Watt, because he wrote the monologue. Huzzah! 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 Yay! This podcast is recorded and edited on Anchor and brought to you by our friends at Just Films and That Podcast. Thanks, guys. And it's brought to you by the letter Q. The letter Q, which always comes along with you. When you think of you, think of Q. <laughs> and thanks to the two, as always, the two gay geeks and today's guest. The Film Geek Collective. Thank you. Thank you. Q. The number you have reached is out of service. Please hang up and try again. The number you have reached is out of service. Please hang up and try again. The number you have reached is out of service. Please hang up and try again. The number you have reached is out of service. Please hang up and try again. The number you have reached is out of service. Please hang up and try again.